Welcome to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics Podcast, the voice for women in midlife and beyond. At Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, we talk about anything and everything to do with midlife. My name is Colleen. My name is Bridget. And today's a bonus episode. So happy bonus Friday, guys. We are catching up with actress and writer Jessica Morris. And you, if you were a fan of daytime soaps, I admit it, I was a fan of All My Children, One Life to Live, General Hospital. Then you will remember Jessica, she got her start at One Life to Live. And she played Jennifer, I think, on there. But she has consistently been working since then. And she has a new movie coming out called Break-In with Billy Baldwin. And that's going to be on Peacock. She's done a ton of Lifetime movies. She's big in the horror genre. So if Mm -hmm. you like horror films, you will have seen some of those. And she's made a lot of indie movies. So, and recently was married and became a stepmom. We're going to talk about all of those fun things today. And she's also working with some new movies that she's going to talk about as well. Guys, remember, we are on a timeline for our Laura Geller promo code. It's good till January 31st. LG, hot flash. Go to the website, laurageller.com and pick whatever you like. Use that promo and you will get 30% off your purchase. Let's talk to Jessica. We'll talk to you after. Welcome back to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, everybody. Today, we're going to have a fun conversation with actress and writer Jessica Morris. Welcome to the show, Jessica. Thanks for having me. Well, it's our pleasure. And I I remember your character from One Life to Live. So I don't know if a lot of people are going to... I was a big... All My Children, One Life to Live, General (laughs) Hospital fan. Kind of had your career start right around that time. Why did you want to get into acting, and what was that evolution like? You know, um, acting always was a way for me to express myself, being sort of a quiet person um, with not a lot of confidence. Whenever I was playing other characters, it somehow, you know, gave me permission um, to express myself in ways that I never had been able to before, so I really enjoyed that. And, um, you know, I always wanted to be on a soap. I did when I was in high school. I remember telling my friends, because I would watch like General Hospital and all that and think, you know, I could do that. And um, they were like, sure. All right, Jessica. Um, But (laughs) I was like, it happened, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that seems, soap opera work seems really hard. I mean, do you find it to be a lot harder when you're doing than movies or series? Yes, but because I started on a soap, I feel like now I'm so ready to go on that first or second take that I almost feel like the challenge now is keeping it fresh when you have a bunch of takes and you're doing a bunch of angles. Yeah, I've always heard there's so much dialogue to remember on a soap opera that that really seems so challenging to me, (laughs) you know, but I can understand that. Some people are just naturally better at memorizing than others and the actors that really struggle with that. I had a hard time um, in my experience. I luckily, that's one thing that I'm I am good at. I, I'm I can just pick up dialogue very quickly uh, because otherwise that would have been very difficult. Yeah, and boy, midlife would be really hard. That's <laughs> yeah. one of the things. Wait that till goes. menopause. Wait, yeah. yeah, maybe with all the practice you've had, you've already got those pathways going, so everything will be good. Hopefully, for well, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're going to get into kind of your career evolution, but we wanted to start with the most recent project, which is Break In with Billy Baldwin. Can you tell us about that project and how it came around? Yeah, it was shot in Los Angeles, and. You know, most of it is in this one house because the story takes place um, primarily from like the night of a break-in. Um, there are some scenes break before and after, but um, you know, I liked the idea of shooting something that was so contained. And they spent a lot of time, you know, getting 
different kinds of creative shots of me walking through the house, being scared, hearing a noise. I felt like there were some days where all I did was just scarily creep around the house. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it was fun, and yeah, uh, yeah, and it was kind of like a little different than the normal thrillers that I'm used to. Because with the Masked Killer, it was like slightly horrorish. Um, so yeah, that was that was kind of fun too. Yeah, those roles that you play a lot of have a lot of suspense and a lot of very scary things happening, yeah. and go, being stalked, and things like that happening. How do you prepare for that? You know, um, I do scare very easily. I'm, I'm someone who gets anxiety and fear quite easily. So maybe that's why I get cast in these roles because it's not hard for me to go there. I just think about, okay, what's scary? Life. All right, let's go. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's another thing to look forward to as you uh, get a little bit older and (laughs) go through a bit of bus. That anxiety goes way up. So, hey, right, that'll wonderful. be really good for your career. You'll be cast <laughs> in a bunch of scary movies at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> medication or something. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That'll help, too. But yes. with this movie, what was it like working with Billy Baldwin? He's such a pro. He really is. Um, you know, he's been working for so long, and his whole family has been in the industry for so long. And um, But he's very down-to-earth. Um very nice guy. I, I have, you know, nothing but good things to say about working with him. Now, and also in your life, you got married this year. I so, did. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. And you, yeah, you work a lot with your husband as well. How is that? You know, over the years, we've done about four projects together, but it's been a while. And so we're really hoping to have something where we're trying to create and write projects that we could work on together. We wrote, I'm actually in Atlanta right now shooting a project that we wrote together. Um, he had another project, so he was unable to be here with me, but yeah, we love working together. Oh yeah. I was, I was following your Instagram and I knew that you were working on stuff. So I'm really <laughs> thankful that you were able to take a break and, and come and talk to us today. Oh yeah. yeah. Bridget mentioning that you got married. Was this your first marriage? Yes. It was his third, but my first. What was it like getting married in your 40s? Is it, did you think you were ever going to get married or were you happy and content just saying if it happens, it happens? I always wanted to be married. So over the years, that, that was stressful for me because I had a hard time, you know, finding the right person and, you know, and not rushing things if it wasn't the right person just because I wanted to, you know, get to that certain place in my life, um, to be honest. So, um, but when I met Rib, it was completely different. Like, it was a different kind of thing. It was, you know, that, like, wow, this is my soulmate kind of feeling. Like, I can't not be with this person. Um, so I waited for the right one. I'm glad that I didn't get married and divorced and married and divorced. Um, you know, it's okay if that happens. But I'm, I'm glad that it worked out to where I just ended up with the right person. Right. That, you know, a lot of women, especially they feel that pressure when they're younger. Mm-hmm. They, like you have to get married. Oh, and yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. I, and like you said. Pressure. You know, I would go back home to my hometown and people would be like, you're no spring chicken. Like, when are you going to start getting married and having babies? And it's like, I don't even have a boyfriend right now. Like, I, I can't even meet anyone that I like. Like, what, are you, what am I supposed to do? You know? Yeah. And I, I'm so careful. I have a daughter. Colleen has two daughters. Uh, and mine's in her late 20s. And I am so careful, just like, let her be who yeah. she is, you know. And luckily, things worked out. I was pretty young when I got married. And luckily, Colleen and I both are married 
We're old married ladies. We're old married over 30 (laughs) years. But we see a lot of people that feel that pressure. And I think there's a lot to be said for really waiting until it's the right time. And maybe as a society, we need to quit doing that to women. Everyone needs to stop doing that to women. I mean, I know there is a certain timeline if you want to have children. Um, But even with that, you know, I mean, if things are going to happen the way they're supposed to happen in your life. And you can't force a single woman to think about having children when they're not even in a partnership that, you know, they could do it on their own as well if they really want to, but yeah, people should take the pressure off of women. Yes. And you stepped into the role of stepmom. How has that been? I did. It was, it's kind of nuts because it went from, you know, not being a parent at all to, you know, our eight and 10 year olds are with us quite often because their mom goes out of town for work a lot. So, um, it was like, I just stepped into being a parent and it's amazing. Like they make my life so complete. They're the sweetest boys in the world. Um, but I'm definitely learning as I go. It's, it's a huge transition. Yeah. And especially if they're not infants, you know, you've you've got (laughs) them. Yeah. When they're, when they're a little bit older and yeah, I'm sure that can be really a, a tough thing to do. And, you know, I think everybody needs to have a little grace for everybody in whatever role that they are, they have in life and respect for that role that the people are facing in their well, life. Well, let's talk roles because you have really done a variety from lifetime to independent and you've been nominated under the independent movies that you've, one of the independent movies that you've done. What is it about independent movies that you like so much? And how are they different from a Lifetime or a movie? I don't really think of it in terms of, you know, I'm doing it because it's an independent movie. I usually just take whatever opportunities I have. And and as long as it's a character that I really feel connected to, you know, I read a script and sometimes it does nothing for me and I'll pass on that audition or I'll pick it up and just immediately the, the emotion and the words almost come through me right away. And I'm like, I have to play this role, you know? So it's more about that. It's more about the role and the opportunity and not as much that I'm specifically trying to work on certain projects. So do they, do our roles, it seems like you are in a lot of things. You get a lot of work. Do you find that to be pretty steady? Um, Or is one is independent more steady than other roles? You know, it all just kind of goes up and down. It's part of the business that, you know, you definitely have to be prepared for when you get into it. Um, No matter how successful you get, there are going to be times where you don't have work. And so you have to be okay with that, have other creative outlets, other ways to maybe make money if you need to and things like that. You've watched, you started in, in 92, and you've kind of watched the evolution of the Netflix, the Hulu. How has that changed for actors? I think there's a lot more to do. I mean, there's more opportunity. There's with all the streaming sites and everything, there's just, there's more work, which is amazing. Yeah. How did the, the writer, the writer strike and the actor strike? Right. Cause you do both. (laughs) You do both. Yeah. Well, it's, it definitely made things a little tough. You know, it was kind of like, well, that's exactly what I mean. Like that, that's a time when you hope that you have another way to make money you know, that you have other interests because if you're putting all your eggs into that one basket. And we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. And we're back. Yeah, I just felt a lot for uh, people in that industry because that's really tough. And then when you have things like your insurance and having to work so many days and things like that Mm -hmm. rolled into that, I think that's really 
difficult for all the people. And then when I felt like when this strike came about, it made just the general public aware of all the aspects involved in these workers. Yeah. Because there were so many different people in different positions who were out of work because of it. Right. And not everybody in that industry is a multimillionaire, you know, and people are starting to maybe hopefully understand that, that Hmm. there's a lot involved here. (laughs) People don't realize that there's, you know, there's so many working actors that you might not even know their name or recognize them. You know, it's not just the A-listers that are super famous and then people who are waitressing, you know, it's, there's a whole plethora of actors, you know, in between that, you know, that are at different levels and, and just the difficulty in finding the work is, right. it's really, it's a struggle out there. Oh, and, yeah. you know, we've talked to a lot of actresses that as they get into their 40s and 50s, they're either too old for a role or too young for a role. Are you, now that you're 44, are you starting to find that you're in a transitional period or are you, because you look so young. Well, I don't you. know if you've, you've really reach that point where you're like, I'm not sure if I'm playing the mom or the, you know, sister the daughter. Yeah. Right. It's been good for me right now because I feel that, um, you know, I do look slightly younger than my age. So for instance, when I was, you know, in my twenties, I was still playing high school and always playing maybe about 10 years younger than my age. So I went through a very kind of awkward stage in my like late twenties, early thirties, where I wasn't quite the mom or the teacher but I also was too old at that point to play the student or the kid. Um, but now I feel like I'm stepping into all those roles. I can play the doctor, the lawyer, the teacher, the mom, you know, and it just really opens things up for me. Right. I, I know that they've placed you in a lot of cougarish roles. They love playing with younger men. Yes, they I, do. I play. That's not such a terrible place no. to be. No, yeah, the pool boy and the teacher, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's like those are kind of fun roles. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not complaining. <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> As you look to the future, you know, you've written, you've played a lot of different roles. What would you? How would you like to see the evolution of your career now? Would you like to play more primetime shows or stick with Lifetime? What would you like to see? Like, if you could pick any show to be on, what would that be? I'm not sure which show precisely, but I think I would like to work in LA as much as possible because, you know, now being a wife and a stepmom, it's really hard to travel so much for me. Um, It kind of takes the fun out of it a little bit for me, to be honest. Like, so my dream would be to be on a series that's consistent, that shoots in LA and I can come home and be in my own bed, my own home with my family. Yeah. I mean, I think that's got to be so difficult to be in a different city and who knows where they're shooting. You know, sometimes you're shooting in very remote areas and I think that's got to be really difficult. Yeah, when I was younger, I loved traveling and going, I was like, take me anywhere. But now, you know, I've kind of planted some roots and, and I kind of want to stay where my home is. Where are some of the most exotic places you've done shoots at? I, I did some of the Ananya Club in Amsterdam. So that was kind of fun. The director's from there. And so I flew there and that was probably the furthest I've gone for, for a job. That's one of my most favorite cities. <laughs> I love Amsterdam. I've been there four yeah. times. I love it so much. It, 
people, I'm, I'm actually shocked I liked it as much as I did too. But do you want to get into more writing? Yeah. Which aspect do you like more? Are they even? Um, I prefer acting. I love writing and it is a great um, creative avenue for me, but I, I really enjoy writing the first draft of a script. Um, that's just, it's just like when you can let things flow, but then when you start getting notes from producers and you're trying to please a bunch of different people, <laughs> I don't really like it as much. I'm going to be honest, but, um, you know, I, if to get a project produced, it's part of the process. I just prefer acting, but I will continue to write, you know, I, there's a couple projects that, um, I'm working on right now and, um, I'll just keep it going just as it, as it comes to me. I mean, I, I'm sure that that's like got to be, if they come back to you and say, it seems like it could even change the whole outcome sometimes if they come out mm -hmm. back to you with rewrites and suggestions. And I could see where that would, you feel like you might be losing ownership uh, exactly. of that. And then, it, you know, if you do write something and then they change it around, it could be years before it actually makes it to mm -hmm. the TV. So that must be frustrating as well when you're getting it change after change after change. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's, it just feels like a Frankenstein script, you know, because you're just changing and reworking everything. And you're like, what? what is this even about anymore? <laughs> yeah. And then your name's on it, you know, and then you're like, uh, that, that's not what I wanted in the first place. <laughs> yeah. We want to make sure everybody knows about Break In with Billy Baldwin. That is your next project. Do you have any other projects coming up? I just shot one and it'll probably be a few months, but um, it is called Club of Secrets the working title anyway. And I play a math teacher who goes undercover and gets the job at a strip club to Ooh. find her daughter. who has been working with her sorority dues and everything. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a little racy. It's for lifetime. So it's, you know, it doesn't get too scandalous, <laughs> but I had to take a couple pole dancing classes and <laughs> Oh God. They're fun. My, you took one calling. Uh, my 40th birthday was at a pole That's dancing. right. You told really? me. Yeah. You told me that. Back, yeah. They really are fun. They, wow. I think I would hurt my back now, but. Well, my we, back has been hurting me ever since because you have to arch so much. Yep. Oh, and you're, my I don't think you realize how much upper body strength, Bridget. Like, just to climb the pole, it's oh, really. Yeah. It's, oh, it's not hard. easy. So <laughs> good for you. I did not expect the conversation to take that turn just now. <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah, that sounds, it sounds really interesting, you know. So look just, out in 2024 yes, for, uh, yes, yeah. for that. That will be really Jessica really Morris pole dancing soon. On yes. <laughs> Teaching math and pole dancing. And, hey, it's got to involve some geometry and things like that in it. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jessica, for coming on the show today. And we wish you the best of luck in 2024. Thank you. It was so much fun. Well, thank you so much, Jessica Morris, for being on our show today. It's really interesting to find out how acting on soaps and acting in different TV movies and things like that are what it's like to do these roles, how it is to play someone who really can be dark, you know, in certain situations, what it takes to go to the space to play a character that, you know, could really have these different emotions. It really was... Uh, Right, and the fact that she says she scares easily, I don't. Yeah, know if, I, if I scared easily, I don't think I'd be running to do a horror film. 
I know, I know. <laughs> I know I think I'd have nightmares all the time. So, mm-hmm. so I think that that's pretty, that's that's why that you could be able to do that. Stepping you know, in the role that. of stepmom at 40-something years old. Right. And she waited. She waited for the right person. Thank you all so much much for listening. Don't forget to check out our social media accounts. We are on TikTok. We are on Facebook. We have a wonderful Facebook group where our listeners and our followers come in and they ask questions, uh, important questions about this time of life on any subject. You can remain anonymous and it's just shared with our group. So if you do have questions there, we have other people jumping in giving advice. Remember to always ask your physician first though before you know, proceeding with something that could affect your body. Check out our TikTok page, our YouTube channel. We have these videos up there as long as our guest agrees to be on it. Then we share them there. We share clips on Instagram and Facebook and some of our favorite fashion finds or finds that we like for this time of life. You can always follow us as well. So thank you so much for listening. Have a great day, guys. Enjoy your weekend and we will catch up with you on Wednesday. Bye. Bye.